You're listening to the Soul Coach Podcast. Our soul is the body and spirit together. And sometimes to get these two aligned, you need a little coaching. I am McKay Tautu, your soul coach. If you are ready to partner with God to end and clear generational junk so you can be the mom you want to be, rock your business, and love your today, you're in the right place. Now, let's ignite that beautiful soul of yours. Welcome to the Soul Coach Podcast. This is McKay, and I am going to share something with you today that I never, ever thought I would share publicly. (laughs) It's a story about when I was a young girl. No, yeah, a young girl. (laughs) The reason I'm going to share this is there is a lot to be pulled from it as we step in to this new year. Because a lot of us have had some of the emotions that I had when this happened to me. So I've always been a very determined person. I've always known what I want. Um, I don't ever remember thinking like a child. I remember always thinking like an adult. Like I always kind of knew what was going on. I'm the oldest of five kids. Well, five full siblings, four step-siblings, and four (laughs) half-siblings. So, yeah, there's a lot. So, um, I actually have one stepsister who's older than me. Anyway, I always thought like an adult. And I was always very determined. Well, when I was little, when I was in elementary school, all I wanted to do was be a cheerleader. I just wanted to be a cheerleader. And back then, oh my gosh, the things you had to do to be a cheerleader. You like had to make a cheerleading journal. And in this journal, it was on multiple pieces of poster board that were all hooked together like a book. And in this journal, you would, um, you'd have to write a couple cheers and you'd have to decide, design a uniform and you'd have to, um, oh, what else did we have to do? We had to like, I don't know. That probably is about it, but it was about six or seven pages long and you had to do these journals. So it was a big deal. And then you, you went to all the clinics and then you tried out for cheerleader. So in the fifth grade, that was the earliest you could be a cheerleader. I tried out and I thought I was really good. I mean, I was like sharp and I wasn't the cutest girl by any means out there, but I was happy and fun and, and I didn't make it. All my friends made it, but I didn't make it. And the judges came to me after and they're like, you were the next one. You did so good to make sure you try out again. And, and so I took my cheerleading journal home and was, you know, whatever. So sixth grade comes along. I tried out again, did all the things, tried out with all my friends and they all made it. I didn't make it. Seventh grade comes along. Oh, and the, the judges told me you were the next one. And it's so weird that they would tell you, but the judges were just like, older cheerleaders than, I don't know, 20 year old somethings. Anyway, um, some were probably moms. Anyway, so I tried out in seventh grade. Same thing. All my friends made it. I didn't make it. Tried out in eighth grade. Yeah. Still trying out for cheerleader and I'm getting good by now. Like I've got my jumps down. I've got, I'm super sharp. I've got the voice toned down. Like we're, we're doing good. Didn't make it. Ninth grade. Ninth grade's big because you're going into high school. I tried out. I didn't make it. Not my friends made it. 10th grade. 
try it out. All my friends made it. I didn't make it. So we decided to have a loser's party and we went to Lagoon. That's our amusement park here in Utah. We went to Lagoon for my loser's party (laughs) with all my best friends who all had made cheerleader. And um, gosh, when I think back, I can't believe the resilience. But anyway, so we try out. Well, while we're gone, my mom gets a phone call. And the gal on the other line said, um, hi, Mrs. Tibbetts, my name is so-and-so, and I am um, the head cheerleader over everyone. And no, she said she was the cheer coach, and I'm the cheer coach. And McKay actually did make it, but her friend so-and-so didn't. And we want to make it right, and so we're going we're gonna to put McKay on the squad And my mom said, oh my gosh, she's not even going to believe this. My mom was like, but what are you going to do with the friend that didn't make it? And she's like, well, she didn't make it. My mom says, well, then no, McKay won't do it. She won't do it. Don't say a word of this to anyone. I will tell McKay that will be enough. Like, don't worry. So she goes, oh, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. And so she hangs up the phone and 10 minutes later, the phone rings again. And it's the same. It's the cheer coach. And she says, okay, I've talked to whoever she talked to and we're going to let both of them be on the squad. And my mom was like, oh my gosh, she's not even going to believe this. And so, um, she said, we want to come over and welcome her onto the squad. Is that okay? And she said, well, she's on her way home from Lagoon right now. It was about 10 o'clock at night. She said, she's on her home way home from Lagoon right now you're welcome to come over. It'd be really awesome if you were here when she got here. So my mom hangs up the phone and I get home and my mom can't wait, but tell me. So she tells me, okay, you made it. You made cheerleader. And I was like, what? And we both just cried. We couldn't believe I made it. And she's like, the girls want to come over and they want to welcome you onto the squad. And I was like, oh my gosh. So we waited and we waited and we waited and no one came. The next day was Mother's Day. It was a Sunday. And my mom was able to get a hold of someone. I don't know how she did it, but you know a mom. Like, I'm going to find out where this came from, right? So she ended up getting a hold of the real cheer coach. And she said, no, McKay didn't make it. She didn't make it. I'm so sorry. Someone's played a horrible, awful joke on your daughter. And it was the most gut-wrenching feeling that someone would do that to me and my mom was just like gutted (laughs) my mom you know how it is as a mom you feel it you feel it more than your kid feels it I think and so it was really hard I just remember listening to all the Whitney Houston slow songs and crying my eyes out (laughs) and so I made a deal with God I, as a 16-year-old, was I 15, 15-year-old, made a deal with God. No, I was 16. And I decided, Heavenly Father, oh my gosh, you guys, I think I got my years messed up. That was the ninth grade year going into 10th grade. Okay, so I'm going into 10th grade. This happens. So I just prayed and I said, Heavenly Father, I really want to be a cheerleader, like more than anything. (laughs) I just want to be a cheerleader. 
will you help me? Will you partner with me in being a cheerleader? I promise I will practice every day and I will practice. I didn't have my splits on both sides or something. I didn't have something and I promised I would practice my splits. And I, yeah, back then you guys, um, the bar was way lower. <laughs> anyway, so, and I would practice my jumps every day. And then I said, but Heavenly Father, I want, I want to have more skin in this game and I want to do something um, for you while I do this. And so I promise I will make a new friend every single day of my sophomore year. Can we partner? And if I do that, can I make cheerleader for my junior year? And <laughs> I felt yes. I felt a very affirming yes from my father in heaven. And so I started, I started, I practiced every day. And when I went to school, I'm still horrible with names, but I knew everyone's face. And I, in my class, you guys, you can't believe how many friends you can make a new one every day in your class. You can. And I made a new friend every day. I, I talked to a different person. I made smiling be my goal. I, um, I always loved the part in It's a Small World After All where it says a smile means friendship to everyone. So I I vowed that I would smile at everyone. I would look them in the eyes and smile, and I did. And that year I tried out for cheerleader, and I made cheerleader, and I made the head cheerleader. <laughs> it was amazing. It was also the hardest year of my entire high school life, but <laughs> he sure taught me some lessons then. But I made it. And I have never forgotten that partnership. So here we are in 2023. When we look back at the last few years, we've been betrayed. We've been hurt. We've been um, broken in some way. Something broke. Something. And it's okay. Because all of that was preparatory for now. 2023 is different. This year is different. And so I believe the way out of it is to get really clear on what you want. Really, really clear on what you want. And then map it out. Map it out. And then you take it to God and you ask him, is this in alignment for me? Is this your will? We've talked about this before on the podcast. Last season, is this your will for me? And remember, once it's his will, it is done. God moves mountains for his will. But we get the we get his buy-in to what we want. And we make sure that there's something for him in it. Right? So make the big goal. Make the big one, you guys. Partner with God with it. Map it out. And then do it. And when I say do it, I mean you're going to map it out and you're going to do the smiling, you're going to do the friend making, whatever your deal with God is, that little change that you make within yourself. It could be to get up earlier every single day. It could be to to, um, walk somewhere every single day. It could be to smile at people. It could be to write in your journal every day. It could be to read inspirational material every day. It could be to make a new friend every month or to um, comment nice things on people's walls every day. It could be anything that serves his children. And when you do those things, it gives you the power to sharpen the skill sets, 
to be available for the inspiration to move forward to accomplish that big, huge thing that you want to accomplish this year. Whether it's fixing a relationship, getting a huge rank in your career, getting um, like going on a certain vacation that you've always wanted to go on, building the home of your dreams, getting a new car, retiring, whatever it is. If it is an alignment and you make your deal, you know, I have to just say this. People are like, you don't make deals with God. Baloney. You don't, you don't bargain with God. You don't be like, I'll do this if you do that. <laughs> you don't say, I'll believe if I say that. No, that is not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that you make a deal with them. Heavenly Father, this is my dream. This is my goal. This is what I'm willing to do and put on the table. What if this was my sacrifice that I do for you? Will you move the mountains? And if he says no, ask him why. Say, okay, how can we bring this to a 10? How can we bring this? What needs to come first? He'll tell you. If you will listen, he will tell you what comes first. But you'll get there. Because if he's planted the idea in your heart, the desire He wants it for you. Just sometimes the path takes till the 11th grade. (laughs) Take that how I meant it. (laughs) But I know this year is different, you guys. I can feel it. I hope you can feel it. Set your goal. Make your sacrifice. Get clear. Get permission and partnership. And I promise the joy you feel in that accomplishment will mark your DNA so deep that you will heal generational issues. Your children will look up to you. They'll watch you. They'll see you do these things. And it matters. It matters. So here's two big goals. I am your cheerleader. I am cheering you on. I am your head cheerleader. I got my jumps down. I got my my call outs ready to go. I got you. You've got this. I cannot wait to see what you accomplish this year. Okay, guys, now is the time to end these old patterns. So I have a gift for you. I want to help you release and heal so you can move forward. Remember, when you heal generational issues, you heal them backwards for your predecessors and forwards for your posterity. The buck literally stops with you. So hop on over to mckaytow2.com and I will walk you through an experience. Heart, mind, body, spirit. That's the way I roll. I do experiences. I want you to feel it. And we will begin this process. Millennials, you are the generational healers of our time. You were literally born for this. Don't worry. I got you, girl.